You're listening to The Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 54. This is The Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At The Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing. You should too. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Best in Wealth Podcast. My name is Scott Wellens, and I am your host. This is a show dedicated to helping real people, that is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a certified financial planner, an educator, and a wealth advisor, and it is awesome to be with you today. And today's episode is four of the fastest ways to go broke in retirement. Man, we're going to make sure that doesn't happen to any of us, including myself, listening to this podcast today. Before we get started, though, I want to first say thank you for listening to the Best in Wealth podcast. If you want more information, please go to bestinwealth.com. There you will find all of the other episodes of Best and Well. So find the topics that interest you most. If you like to learn more about investing, find the episodes about investing. If you want to learn more about retirement topics, find the episodes on retirement. If you want to find ways to build up the cornerstones in your life as a family steward, find episodes about those topics because not everyone is going to like all of these episodes, but I know there's something for everyone. And today was the very first fall 2016-17 school year that I hosted All Pro Dad's Day at my kids' elementary school. And let me tell you, we had a huge turnout because this school is not very big, but we had over 80 dads and kids at All Pros Dads today. And the topic of the day was teachability. And each time I teach a new topic at All Pro Dads Day, I start to think about how we, family stewards, can take the topic and turn it into something of our own. And let me tell you how that relates. So teachability this morning at All Pro Dad's Day. Who doesn't love to learn new things? We all do. When I get a new software program for work to make my job easier or for my clients to make it easier for them, I love it. It's great. I feel like a kid on Christmas morning opening up a present and learning a new piece of software. Heck, my daughter, Eva likes new things too. My wife bought a new toilet bowl brush just this past week at Target and all of a sudden Eva wants to wash the toilets and she told me the other day, I love washing toilets. And let me tell you, the only reason she loves washing toilets is because it's something new and it's something exciting. She's only in first grade, I guarantee you. If I continue to have her wash toilets, she's going to start complaining about it very, very soon. But we like new excitement. We like new things. And we realize that it's not always going to be easy to learn a new skill or a new subject. 
I mean, even going back to these software programs, sometimes I get into them in an hour or two and I'm already frustrated. I want to quit. And in All Pro Dads today, we showed a video about a little kid who was trying to learn to swing a baseball bat and to hit a ball and he missed and he missed and he threw his bat because he was so frustrated and he started crying and he said he hated baseball. But we know learning new skills is not always going to be easy. It's the way we handle those difficult times that will go a long way in creating. Today, I said all pro an all-pro dad family, but really, it goes a long way in creating family stewards, us, to bring it back to this podcast. Because teachability means less about the ability to acquire new skills quickly, but it means so much more about character and determination of all of us learning. And that's the key word right now, learning, because for us, as we get into the next stage of our life, retirement, it's not sit on the couch and eat popcorn and watch movies all day unless you want to die really quickly. It's about always learning new things. But instead of having to learn new things on the job right now that you might not like, it might be learning new things about your passion. And learning new things about your passion doesn't mean that it's all going to be sugar cookies because there's going to be moments of frustration, but it's enjoying the process and always, always learning in retirement. Finding the core things that you love, finding your cornerstones, and then building abundance in those cornerstones. And part of that is learning new things. So I do All Pro Dads once a month, and each month I'm going to try and take that All Pro Dad topic and turn it into a family steward topic and how it relates to retirement and investing and all the things that we talk about in the Best in Wealth podcast. Let's get to the topic of the day. All right. Four of the fastest ways to go broke in retirement. Who wants to go broke in retirement? Not me, baby. And I'm sure not you. It sounds awful. You worked so hard to save your money and you think you have it all figured out. So you retire. You stop earning an income and you start retirement or the next phase of your life or what you think is financial independence. And then what happens? five to 10 years into the future, you don't have enough money anymore to live out your lifestyle. So you're forced to sell the house, reduce your lifestyle. You cannot now live out your retirement dreams, whatever they are. How awful would that be? It kind of makes me sick just thinking about it. I mean, let's make sure this doesn't happen to any of us, me included, that's part of this best in wealth community. Ain't gonna be us. So number one, hopefully you have a plan for retirement. Please tell me you have a plan. What are you gonna do in retirement? How are you gonna spend your money? How much are you gonna spend? And if you don't have a retirement lifestyle plan, 
you can do one of two things. One, listen to episode number 32. So go to bestandwealth.com, get back to episode number 32, and listen to eight steps to creating a lifestyle retirement plan. That's number one. If you don't want to listen to any more podcasts and you're ready to take action, get in touch with me. And it's real easy. Just send me an email, scott at bestandwealth.com and tell me you're ready to take the next steps to securing your retirement or your financial independence. And I will work you through the money lab so you can gain the confidence, the clarity, and have steps to take in securing your lifestyle retirement plan. But just in case you don't do any of those two, I'm going to give you the four fastest ways to go broke in retirement. So at least you won't fall victim to one of these points. And I learned about these from a guy named Matt Bell. He's a published author of four personal finance books, and he writes for soundmindinvesting.com and mattaboutmoney.com. He holds a master's degree from DePaul University. And he wrote an article about the four fastest ways to go broke in retirement. We're going to review it a little bit, and I'm going to add my comments. When we think about retirement, just real quickly, we think, oh, the golden years. You know, the time to kick back and enjoy a little well-earned rest and relaxation. Not so fast. Because for many older Americans, the later years are filled with financial worry, And if you listen to episode number 52, you know that we talked about the stress-reducing truths about money. We know that most Americans are stressing out about money. Whether you don't have enough or you have a whole bunch, there's different types of financial worry that goes on. And much of it is self-inflicted. So if you're feeling a bunch of financial worry, please listen to episode number 52. But here are four key mistakes retirees make that can leave them living on financially shaky ground. The ground we do not want to live on. We want a solid base. We want to live in our fortress. So number one is investing too conservatively. It would be a huge mistake to think of your retirement date as something you invest to and after which you shift to a dramatically ultra-conservative investing mode. If you play it safe with your nest egg, inflation will kill your hard-saved money. If you're throwing your money under the mattress or have the majority of your money in a money market account not making anything or a CD not making any money, inflation will eventually kill your retirement savings. And with the odds of increasingly stacked in your favor of living a long life, it's important to continue investing in a way that you're likely to at least outpace increases in the cost of living. That usually means maintaining some level of exposure to stocks. And I can't tell you what your exposure is because I do not know your personal risk tolerance, your risk capacity, what your goals and dreams are, because all of that needs to be baked in to what your exposure to stocks should be. All I know is that you should most likely have some level of exposure to stocks. But one way 
that I suggest minimizing the fear of the stock market because so many people fear the stock market, especially in your later years, is to develop a healthy cash saving account before retirement. When I'm working with my clients, I call this the bucket strategy. When they're getting ready to retire or right when they do retire, and when normally I would suggest a three to six month emergency fund. We're going to boost that sucker up to one year, maybe even two years. And in some cases, maybe even more than that. And why? Because when the stock market is doing its thing, like a recession, which incidentally happens twice a decade, I can't tell you when the next recession will be here. All I know is that it's coming. It always does on average twice a decade. When that recession comes, the last thing you want to do is pull money out of your stock portfolio when it's down. That's what kills retirees. But boom, that's why we have this cash bucket with one to two years of living expenses in liquid cash. So we spend this cash during the recession. And only once the market recovers do we now sell some stocks to fill that cash bucket back up. It's a conservative method to handling your retirement money while at the same time exposing yourselves to some stocks so you can outpace inflation and then some. That's number one. What about number two? Number two is investing too aggressively because the opposite is so true. You do not want to hit retirement. Realize You don't have enough in your IRA or 401k and try to make up for lost time by investing like you're a 20-year-old with plenty of time to ride out the market's ups and downs. Again, we're going to hit another recession. I just can't tell you when. And how often I hear people even in their 50s getting ready to retire in the next few years, boosting up their risk, boosting up their stock level because they feel like they need to catch up. But you know what's going to happen during the next recession when they see their portfolios decline by 20%, 30% because of all of the exposure to stocks, in some cases, maybe 50% or more. Now they're going to bail out and they're going to sell when the market is low and it's just going to kill them. The time-tested principles of asset allocation still apply. People need to take a good risk tolerance questionnaire. They need to understand their risk capacity and how their goals and dreams fit into the whole equation. Then you can set your stock bond mix accordingly. And only then will you be able to figure out with the help of an advisor how to tilt that stock portfolio into the dimensions of higher expected returns, of higher premiums. One premium we talked about last week, the small cap premium. Listen to episode number 53 and you will learn more about that premium. But you can't just willy-nilly start investing too much in stocks or too much tilted into these higher expected returns and not understand what your risk tolerance, risk capacity, dreams and goals are. If you don't know that, You got to take a couple steps back and figure that out first. Hopefully with a fiduciary who is a certified financial planner. Someone who doesn't sell financial products. Or all they're going to do is 
not care about what's in your best interest and more care about the annuity they want to sell you so they can make a big fat commission. All right, number three way to go broke easy in retirement is carrying too much debt into retirement. So ideally, you want to retire your mortgage by the time you retire from your job, having to continue paying on what for most people is their single largest expense can be burdensome, especially with healthcare expenses looming as the great unknown. But listen to this. Today, more seniors than ever are still making payments on their homes. According to the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, about 30% of homeowners age 65 and older still have mortgages. Not only that, many seniors are still paying off student loans. In 2014, about 17% of outstanding student loan debt was held by borrowers in their 50s, according to the New York Fed. And some of the debt was incurred for the borrower's own education, perhaps because they went back to school later in their life or or maybe they refinanced earlier loans. Some of it was for their kids and grandkids. So if you still have a mortgage, if you still have student loan, if you still have credit card debt, it can be helpful to your sanity and your solvency to delay retirement until such debts are paid off. Now, I'm okay with some debt going into retirement as long as you have a comprehensive financial plan in place. If we know what your expenses are going to be and we have a solid plan in place that gives you a really high expected positive outcome in your retirement, well, then it's okay. It's just the problem is most of us don't have a plan. They might see a million dollars in their retirement accounts and think that's a lot of money because you know what it is. But if you still have a lot of debt and your expenses are $100,000 a year, well, that million dollars is not going to last very long. I'll tell you that right now. All right. And the number four way to go broke in retirement or fast way, according to Matt Bell, and I agree with him, by the way, is keeping the bank of mom and dad open. So according to Merrill Lynch, 68% of parents age 55 and older have provided some form of financial support to their adult children in the past five years. Now, that support included helping to make their rent or mortgage payments, paying their cell phone bills, covering their car payments, or paying their health care costs. Many other parents stand ready to help. According to a study by BMO Harris Premier Services, nearly 50% of parents said they'd be willing to put off their retirement if their adult children needed financial help. 25% said they would take on debt and 20% said they'd raid their retirement accounts if necessary to help their kids. In the classic book by Thomas Stanley, The Millionaire Next Door, which incidentally I did a podcast on early on, I'm just not sure what the number is. Well, Stanley said in his book, that many parents mistakenly assume that soon after providing some financial help, their adult children will be financially self-sufficient. But instead, 
Stanley found that recipients of so-called economic outpatient care, that's what we call it, they all too easily become dependent on such help, making it bad for the adult children and their parents alike. I know if you guys think of who you've helped in the past or friends or relatives that you've had that have been performing this economic output care for some time, know that it's not good for the parents or the children. We just get in this rut and we keep helping. It's like having a child that is addicted to drugs. It's so hard not to help when they ask for money because we love our kids so much. Well, helping with money is not much different. Because we need to teach our children, no matter how old they are, to live on their own someday. And we need to figure out as a family steward that we love our kids so stinking much that we're willing to say no and to stop the cycle of economic output care. So I'm not much of a golfer. I keep thinking every year I'm going to take lessons, but I haven't done it yet. But Matt Bell finishes out the article, and you know what he said? He said his high school golf coach didn't let them take do-overs or what's called in the golf world mulligans during practice rounds. He said it was a bad habit. I mean, after all, there would be no second chances in a tournament. My friends, the same can be said about managing money in retirement. When we get older, we simply won't have time to recover from our financial mistakes. We just don't have the risk capacity to do so. So take these lessons to heart as you plan for a financially secure retirement. And I can't stress to you enough the importance of a comprehensive lifestyle financial plan that addresses everything that is financially important to you and addresses all of your hopes and all of your dreams so you can live them out and not live them out with any financial worry. And whether or not you ever contact me for that, maybe there's somebody in your community that you really trust. And if you do, reach out because there are good financial advisors out there. They're just not easy to find. And if you want me to help you find a good one in your area, please email me too, scott at bestandwealth.com. And as always, if you just have a simple question about what you've learned today or what I've said, if something didn't make sense, email me about any of it, scott at bestandwealth.com. Because I want everyone to be a worry-free financial steward when it comes to retirement. Until I see you guys the next week or next week, you guys have a great, great weekend and I'll see you. I'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye.
The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance and compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.